0: This is the Tech Talk for Accountants show with your host, Andrew Lasis, where every week we have a new guest to discuss the latest technology, apps, tips, and tricks to help you improve your accounting firm. This episode is brought to you by Tech for Accountants, an IT firm that specializes in cybersecurity for the small accounting firm. Many of our clients used to work at big firms that had all this crazy security and then went to work for themselves. And while they knew it was important to have great IT security, they just have too many other things to worry about and don't have enough time to actually learn this stuff. What we do is help bridge the gap so that even small accounting firms have great security at a fraction of the cost of doing it themselves, and it's all done for you. We offer listeners to the show a complimentary IT audit and consultation. Just go to tech4accountants.net slash podcast. And you can book a free IT audit. Again, that's tech, the number four, accountants.net slash podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Tech Talk for Accountants show. I'm your host, Andrew Lacis with Tech for Accountants, IT specializing in the accounting industry. With us today, Kelly Gonzalez of Totally <laughs> Booked. And I have no idea where this conversation is going to go because, frankly, <laughs> in the pre-show, we talked about 7,000 other things that had nothing to do with where these episodes usually go. But she and I both have Chorkies. Mine is Charlie, who I don't think I've mentioned on the show. You probably heard him in the background. And Kelly has Nina. So, I mean, we could make... Oh, Nia.
1: (laughs) No, Nina. You were right.
0: Oh, Nina. So, we could make Chorky puppies... Uh, wouldn't that be so fun oh <laughs>
1: yeah. via, uh, via podcast? i uh, totally booked right now. We can just totally run around and play with dogs all day. I'm totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: <happy about> <laughs> yeah this, this show is just for, for getting puppies. That's the yeah. whole, that was it's the end game all along. So Callie, give us a little background on who you are, how you started your company and sort of the direction trajectory that you've gone through.
1: Um, okay. So Totally Book started seven years ago um I was actually working for a really crappy startup uh in what I would consider a dead-end situation um and it was kind of like plain chicken who was gonna call it and the founder and I were just like not getting along like oil and water uh and so he fired me and I was like okay cool like do you need anything else uh do you need me to fill out a form do you need me to send you any files like what do you need from me before I leave here and he's like um, no, like you're, you're good. Like we're good. I was like, okay, cool. Well, take care. Bye. And walked out of there like so happy. He was so perplexed. Um, and I called my aunt, uh, cause I had been complaining about how crappy my job was. And she said, oh, I'm teaching a, Quick- a QuickBooks class next week. Uh, I think you should be there and we'll go from there. I had zero accounting experience. Uh, and so, but I did have software experience. And so she's like, I think that the program is something that you will understand and enjoy actually working on. And then she's like, if so, I will teach you, you know, the accounting side of things. And the rest is history, so to speak. Like <laughs> I had bartended and waited tables my whole life. So I kind of kept doing that for a couple of months. And I was lucky enough to go full time in six months. And I have been at it ever since. <laughs> um, I went to, conference. And that's where I kind of discovered that there were other people like me. So we were talking about conferences earlier. I went to Scaling New Heights, uh, actually, where I got this very specific t-shirt about six years ago. And um, I discovered that there were Pro Advisors, um, QuickBooks Pro Advisors, but bookkeepers, accountants, CPAs, uh, EAs, there was like a whole other world of people that I didn't even know existed. Um, and I kind of just changed the whole I would say trajectory of my company but also just even my focus. Like I was like I want to teach, I want to learn how to train, I want to speak, I want to do all those things. Um and so I kind of dug into that and made it a point to stay on those things and thankfully I'm still doing exactly that.
0: So it's it's interesting. My background also, I did restaurants for a decade and then <laughs> my my boss, I I remember my la- well I had gotten a quick one before but basically my last full-time gig as I was a restaurant manager and my boss sat me down and I was always something was always wrong to every I was not not built for it like at all it's even though I were yeah well I mean no weekends no nothing like burning the candle both ends. And yeah. I remember he was like, do you think this is going to be a good conversation or a bad conversation? And I was like, well, Jay, statistically, <laughs> every time you sit me down, it's a bad conversation. So where are we going? And mm-hmm. he's like, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. But he's like, you no longer have a job here, blah, 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 however the rest of it went. And it was just like, all right, cool, whatever. Looking back on it, It's like, would you want to get fired from that job again? It's like, absolutely. Cause it was like, you know, it was, I had the roots there, the predictability. Like, I hated every piece of it. Nothing Mm -hmm. about it was good. Like, it wasn't good pay. Like, the people, I mean, you can get good people literally anywhere you work. Like, I've had a million jobs and like, I've liked (laughs) physically
1: attacking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's like show up at 3 p.m. on a Friday and then leave at 4 a.m. And it's like, why? And it wasn't even a right. good paycheck either. And so yeah, so I I completely understand coming from the um from the restaurant world, getting the ties cut. And then I've been trying to get a job in IT. I showed up At an Mm -hmm. interview, not knowing what the place did, I brought the wrong resume. I had a tech resume. It was for a sales job. (laughs) And I brought the wrong resume. And it was just like, all right, well, here you go. Here's my thing. (laughs) By the way, I I have some sales experience like, oh, thank God you do tech. We're so backed up. And it was like, oh, you guys are a tech company. Well, this is very convenient. And then one thing led to another. Worked at a startup. They went out of business. Mm -hmm. And from the ashes, we formed Rush, which turned into tech for accountants. And Uh so- yeah, it was cool, cool, like story of redemption kind of yeah. deal. So did you have any sort of moment where like your aunt is showing you how these things work and you were like, absolutely. Or was it just when you were at the conference and you met all these other people that it was like, this is the world so I want to be probably,
1: part of. Yeah. To be fair, there was probably a year and a half between her introducing me to QuickBooks and that conference. And in the beginning, she taught me desktop. So I learned from the roots, so to speak, right? Like she's been doing this 30 years. Um, she taught me desktop. And then we came across a client that had QuickBooks online. And I mean, seven years ago, it was still fairly rough. Um, but I was intrigued because I was like, hold the phone. I don't have to download anything. Like this is, I can sign in, you can sign in, we can both be in, we can do all this stuff. Like, and I don't have to be there. And she's like, yeah, this is, no. She's not a fan or at least she wasn't at the time a fan of online because it was still fairly incomplete and she's like it's a piece of crap like we're not doing that and I was like okay well I went and got my certification in it and then decided that I was going to kind of pursue that and and get better at that because I like the techie stuff like the apps the connections the the remote working um and so after the conference though that's when I was like we're changing everything like I came back from that conference and I was like yeah i'm not going to anybody's office anymore i'm working remote i'm putting everybody online like we're figuring it out um so i guess it was a combination of both um and then restaurant wise i was working for this like local restaurant and i was still taking some shifts during the week and they decided to kind of like i don't know if i concur so i'm gonna say they started to mess with me um and they took away my like steady shift one week and i was like this is my shift. Like I have regulars. Like this is my, you know, money maker. And the manager really had no reason for it. She just decided that week to like change up the schedule. And I was like, okay. So clearly, I can't rely on you for steady schedule or income. The next week, someone asked me for an appointment, like on that day, and I was like, no problem. So when she put me on the schedule, I was like, oh well. I was like, I didn't know you. You know, you kind of just switched me up there. So I took an appointment, and I said, you know what? This isn't gonna work, so I quit and I'm gonna figure this accounting thing out full time. And that was a very pivotal moment because I didn't even have a safety net at that point. I was just like, I'm going in. Thankfully, the more, yeah, time well, I going, up, the more appointments I got, <laughs> that worked out. But it was probably a bold move, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think you gotta be able to to kind of see the big picture and like forest for the trees um, when yeah. it comes to like entrepreneurship and like going out on your own. And starting your own thing without knowing what happens next and just sort of like trusting in yourself and your abilities. And I know, yeah. I know when I started, it was like, I know this is going to be harder than it looks. And I thought like it would maybe be like 20% harder than it looked. And it's like, it's about 700% harder than it looks. Yeah. And especially
1: depends on what you're looking at, like social media will sell you a dream.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I've come to the conclusion of just everybody's <laughs> just full of crap. Like, I know how much work and time and energy it went into growing our company, which has been very successful, especially in the last three years. And there is no course you could take. That would be able to replicate. I mean, like this podcast is like three years old and it's gotten me like like at the at QuickBooks Connect. Like I was there were Mm -hmm. two different times. This is the first time and second time that happened, where I was talking to somebody and they were saying who they were to me, just like formal how people talk to each other. Like hey, I'm Kelly, (laughs) I own Totally Booked, and like this is what we do. I'm like, oh hey, I'm Andrew, like I own tech for accountants. And and there and was like, I have to stop you. She's like, I already know who you are. And I was like, what that
1: exists?
0: It's
1: like, like, it's kind of cool when that happens though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then it happened another time a couple of days later at QuickBooks connect also. So that was like the like, Oh, neat. And it is what it is. Accountants
1: do love our podcast. I was at, um, I was at scaling this year and somebody was kind of, um, I don't know what the word to describe it is, but they were basically like trying to flatter me like oh my gosh you know so many people you're so famous and I was like stop it like I think first off I think it's so ridiculous I'm like okay stop and then some lady walks up to me not some lady I know exactly who it was um Melissa if you're listening so she walks up to me and she was like oh my gosh I follow you on Twitter and Facebook and like like we're friends on Facebook can I take a picture and I was like oh my god of course you can but I (laughs) was like flabbergasted I was like what and that's happened to me a couple of times at like random shows and I'm like oh my god because I also remember when I went to my first scaling I wanted to take pictures with people I was like oh my god like you're famous like I want to take pictures with you it's like so geeky but also so exciting
0: <laughs> uh, and it was just so same, great <laughs> same I have it was it was funny um at at QBC, um the cloud accounting podcast David Leary and uh, Blake uh-huh. Oliver and they had like this party thing, and you could take a picture. It's I've got it on my phone. They, they had like a cardboard cutout of like their faces, mm-hmm. and so like I took a a selfie with myself and Blake with like his cardboard cutout, <laughs> and then I took like another real one, and I was and then I showed him. I was like, I was like which one looks better? Like the one with like right. the cardboard or like the real one of you? Like the cardboard one kind of looks better. So yeah, but meeting. <laughs> Ming people, and it's like, yeah, we are humans. And yeah, like that's that's how it works. But it it is cool. Like, and I think you can really only accomplish that through like if you niche down in an industry and kind of like draw a line in the sand. Cause we used to be everything for everyone for the mm-hmm. first the first six years of the company. And then the IRS started putting out publications for data security. And I kind of saw writing on the wall. It was like, there's no way that like normal people are going to be able to get all of this done like as a tech person this is pretty difficult so hard. like for a normal person especially those that don't have like a big background in tech like mm. it's i i think it's there's hard. an opportunity here which which there was but like meeting people in the space and things like that and like conferences and trade shows like those are all like
1: conferences changed my life like changed the direction of my company but also i mean after that first conference i doubled my income in the second half of that year just by going online um i actually started marketing like i figured out i taught myself how to market and stuff like that's that. that's the way and to do it like,
0: everybody's a snake oil salesman.
1: so like yeah so oh I yeah like it's when hard it comes to marketing i tell people all the time like stuff that they promise you you have to be really wary of but then also you know how much they're asking you to invest and stuff like that and I one I mean to begin with I didn't have the money to spend so it was like okay what am I going to do to get you know my name out there and like get the attention of some of these tech companies or like QuickBooks you know (laughs) like stuff like that and I was like all right well thankfully social media was a big part of it but learning how to blog and post them consistently and, you know, speaking to the right people, like a lot of, a lot of it is that. And that I think, especially in this industry is difficult for a lot of people. And so it's not, you know, for everybody, but some of it is, some people just don't want to speak publicly and, and, you know, kind of bring that attention to themselves, which is totally fair. It's hard.
0: I, I didn't want, like, I didn't want to do the, podcast or like be the face or like <laughs> have, have any of the stuff that like happened, but it was COVID hit and we got mm. basically like free PPP money. And it was like, we're going to invest super heavily and get a super expensive marketer who's going to change everything. And oh it no. was
1: not that he did,
0: he did suggest to start the podcast, which has been fun. um Okay. thanks and and I mean like it's it's how like some people I would assume know who I am because it's not like I yeah do other stuff so (laughs) so like that that piece was was cool and all but like yeah when I let him go he had worked for us for like five six months at that time and in he had generated like 50 leads or something like that and it was like hey man like we pay you a lot of money and I know it's like, oh, like it takes time, it's a holistic approach, da da da, da, da all that.
1: Yeah.
0: But like I always say it's I, a
1: marathon, not a sprint.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm actually training a Miami marathon in three Sundays. <laughs> if, if I uh if if I am no longer on Earth come mm. January thirtieth and there's no more episodes being published, that's what happened. Was the, marathon the marathon took you out. The marathon took me out. On the 29th, (laughs) but, but like, there's, I think it's a really good thing that like, I thought maybe it was, I'm not spending enough money or I'm trying to go cheap. And this guy like spoke at conferences and had like, he had all the badges and like, there's no way that this won't work. And I figured if he's in-house, he'll know how our company works. And maybe that was the missing piece of we have these outsourced people that don't exactly speak our language, Mm -hmm. this and that. And after, so at this point, it was like seven years in business. It was like, I'm tired of paying all these people that produce nothing. And what was awesome, I had made a suggestion to him that he dismissed our like opt-in page had like... I don't know, like 10 fields on it of like um, name, company name, phone number, like number of employees, location. Yeah, give yeah, us your stuff. first form. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I was like I was like I, what if we just like made it short? Like I mean the email address is like the most valuable piece of it. Like why don't we just make it just the email address? Like no, that's not going to help. Like what are we supposed to do? Then just look up the rest of the information. No, you're stupid. And so when I let him go, the first thing I did was shortened it. <laughs> to actually, I shortened it to form. name, email address, phone number. And mm-hmm. like, because we were getting traffic. That was right. the piece that like, didn't nobody make was sense. saying
1: to fill out the form.
0: Exactly. And so we changed it to that. And over time, we've just changed it to just email address, like track the metrics and numbers and just email address. And then later on, if they want to like book an oh, appointment brief. or something, then we can get the other information. But it was like, I'm so glad that it didn't work out because if he had taken right. that suggestion, he would have gotten all the credit and still been on payroll. And but like now I understand how it works. And like there's so many pieces of it that like I think it really does come down to you have to really understand your business. Like there's there's general ideas when it comes to marketing that'll transcend any industry, but Like I had an ego check uh, a couple months ago, my my sister-in-law, she's an artist. She does e-commerce sales. Like as far as artists go, she's got a big following and she actually produces like a full-time living off of her art. So it's not the starving artist. Like she's definitely past that point. And so I was like, let me do marketing for you because I'm so great. And I like (laughs) bombed. I bom- because I know my audience and what works and what doesn't work with my audience, but that mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't mean I can like I can't copy paste what works for us as an mm-hmm. IT firm for accountants with a with an artist and like her her typical clients are like. Very, very totally
1: different market.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally different market. And I was just like, oh no, this will definitely work, and like it didn't. And I was like, oh, I suck. I'm gonna stay in my lane. It's like this is why. <laughs> this is why I can't stay hire marketers because like I've got a great track record of success with with our own thing, but it's because right. I know it backwards forwards. At least that's that's my thought, what are some of the things that you've done on the marketing side that like bombed and some of the things that have like helped?
1: (laughs) So we started, um, in 2020, a friend of mine and I started totally marketing, which then became totally SEO. Um, and it's, I mean, we still have it, but not active. Uh, basically it's beginner, what I call beginner SEO for accountants. Or accountants and app companies, because we were working with some different apps and just smaller accountants, um, kind of looking at your website, seeing how you're being found now versus how you want to be found, which is a really big one. People don't realize that they come up on like weird Google searches because they named, the, you know, this image on their website, something totally wacky or something, you know, like they don't realize like kind of behind the scenes stuff. Um, and where, you know, where the traffic is coming from, are they niching, are they... Uh, are they not? Is it regional? Like that kind of thing. Um, and so we actually had we had some good customers and did well, but accountants paying for marketing is not one of their uh, top spends, especially if they're thriving on um, referrals and, and stuff like that, where they're not really concerned about their website or um, expanding out past their, you know, their immediate circle or networking groups. Um and as an industry, we're very much well. I've always done it this way, kind of people, uh, and so it didn't bomb, so to speak. I speak about marketing. You know, I I try and convey how important it is, um, especially to diversify your uh, your client base. But I wouldn't call it a huge success. <laughs> so, so yeah, I would say that was kind of a my venture into the marketing space and. I still I still do it for myself. I use the same method for any clients that are interested, but it's not a super revenue generating kind of thing.
0: I think like you're my spirit animal in like another location. <laughs> Cause because when we were doing rush tech support, and I mean we still do it, like we have clients that just won't leave us, which is awesome. Right. But so then people started asking us, oh, well, you do IT and cybersecurity. You must do SEO and web design too. And we happened to have a guy that worked for us. That was mm-hmm. so good at web design, horrible at marketing, which I didn't realize were different things. Also, at the time, but oh, yeah, they wanted I websites. Not try and tell
1: somebody I'll design their website. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. Okay. So
0: he beautiful, beautiful designs, like very, 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 very talented. Like nice. everything we do, like he puts together for us, but the marketing, messaging, copy, completely different. Everything from what he does, whole different ball game. Yeah, didn't know until we. Ventured into it, but we had oh. clients on it and learned fundamentals of SEO. This was like five, six years ago. But then I realized it was like take it was like consuming so much like of my time target. and energy. And it wasn't repeatable. Like in the IT space, we can do oh. the same SOP on every single client and get
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: very, very similar you have a results.
1: And it's done and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So I liked the predictability and scalability when it came to that and ultimately like closed our doors. And the thing that big lesson that I learned there was on my first company, I didn't make a business plan and we did very well until, and then I did do a business plan and it was like, Oh Um, God, wow. Look how lucky we got (laughs) with this stuff.
1: Yeah. You're like, we were kind of just winging it and that worked out really well.
0: (laughs) I I got, I got to like 50 employees before I like sat down and was like, what works? So I, Hey, you know, like I, I was very, very fortunate. And then, you know, that we.
1: Well, the other, I think big misconception, and you had mentioned that you would, you had a sales job at some point. And so big misconception is that sales and marketing are the same thing. Nope. They are not the same thing. And a lot of people want a twofer. Or someone that's kind of going to dabble in both. Like we want you to do our marketing, but then also, can you make these cold calls, or can you answer the phones? It's like that is not a marketer's job, but kind of like bookkeepers and and even inside of it, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like everything you do, people think it's something else. Yeah, that's always like so. Like even in that in that marketing space, you can niche down to like, like SEO is a big one, right? Or digital marketing, social media all different ball games. like people don't realize so it's like oh so you're gonna do this but you're also gonna post to this and you're gonna do that and it's like no because that's not what seo is that's yeah. not what we do
0: <laughs> yeah but well i can that...
1: totally refer you to somebody that can do those things
0: and getting having like the all-in-one package you'll you know you get that jack-of-all-trades master of none and it's like, it's like, yes, I am better than you are at doing <laughs> these things, but I am not like a top. Pro- and when it comes to marketing, like I had shared with the guy we let go, I made one tweak that completely transformed how people found us and interacted with us by just, Isn't crazy? all I did was change the form. Right. All I did was change the form and had i not done that who knows where we'd be today but that one tweak of and i'd forget where i had heard it from you know it's just something i'd been interested in and you know he shot it down and he's an expert so you know i just took his word for it but that you know that one little tweak completely transformed everything so makes a huge when, difference yeah so when you're working with someone and i mean he was an expert and to to his credit like he did know a lot I mean I'm sure his results were
1: and I think sometimes so marketing too especially in a different industry is like what see what sticks like throw it all at the wall sometimes and see what works right and I would say for the most part almost anybody in this industry agrees that accounting is very different like you're marketing to accountants which I'm Somebody said to me once that the life cycle for like a lead when you go to a conference or something as an app is something like nine months. Like you go, you're interested, you kind of get the information, maybe you get them on your newsletter or something like that. By the time you build the trust enough for them to either switch to your app or start working with you can be nine months. And for a bigger company, they look at it like this, this accountant segment over here, is it worth it? You know, is it going to? return all the, you know, the stuff we paid to be at these conferences and the people we're paying to work there and do all the things. Like it's hard. It's very hard. So like I feel like we're marketing to small businesses. You guys are marketing to accountants. <laughs> that could be even harder because we're a little bit less trusting, if you will, <laughs> as an yeah, industry, which a, can be really difficult.
0: It's a giant barrier where people or just, I don't know who you are. And it's like, well, you can Google, right? And then they're like, no, I can't Google because like, they're not everyone's that good with technology. Or but- word
1: of mouth. Like a lot of it is word of mouth. Like some people are like, I love this app. You know, I personally, I won't work with an app unless I use them or know them really well, or have used them or some kind of capacity where I know that I'm not, you know, promoting something crappy. Um, But there are a lot of people out there like, oh, you know, it's great. And it's, it's more the theory of what it's supposed to do than the actual I've used it and it does the thing for sure that it says it's going to do. Um, right. And you so take that for also doesn't help.
0: Like we've, That's like we changed SaaS products a million times over the years. And now I'm just like, we've got the stack that we've got. And if it yeah, doesn't fit, <laughs> exactly. then I'm just not going to buy another thing. It's like, oh, but this one could do so much better at like, scheduling we wouldn't run into this one thing and it's like yeah but you take for granted that it works 99 of the time which is not something that all yeah. of them actually do and so yeah. pretty much everything the, we use um, like a big name the roadmap
1: and, that's another one the roadmap. Uh, ever apps love to talk about the roadmap well in q3 we're gonna be having we're gonna have this feature or we're gonna have it do this thing or it's gonna we're adding this or and then Q3 comes. Now I've signed up for it, and it's not doing that thing. Now it's maybe next year Q3. And it's like you promised me this thing, you know. Like, and that's a sadly, it's a sales tactic that I don't recommend. But it it um, it breaks that trust. We're, we're very big on trust, uh, right. you know. I mean, for the most part, we're dealing with people's sensitive information and and you know uh, money, which <laughs> is a big right. deal. Um, and so. We tend to need to trust. And that's why I like having a representative is so important, a go-to person. Um, even for a smaller guys, it's kind of a big deal because I need to know that I'm not going to be exposing my clients or, or putting anyone in a compromising position. Um, or anything along those lines, which I'm sure you come across probably all the time because I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. literally the tech people. So <laughs> yeah, it's like literally all about what trust. we do. Yeah, you're preaching. You're preaching <laughs> you're
0: the, preaching the choir. <laughs> like keep saying how much how much security is so
1: important. Preach, sister. Preach. Uh, think about. So I always laugh because I even with my my own friends I think this is funny, but. They'll be complaining about their accountant, their CPA, whatever the case is. And it's like, oh, well, this is my, you know, my dad's accountant, or this was my grandfather's accountant, or somebody's accountant, my uncle's accountant. Somebody is always connected to the accountant somewhere, friend of a friend, somebody, blah, blah, blah. We've been using them for 20 years. And I personally don't think it's very difficult. Like I had my first year in business, I an accountant, ironically, that didn't understand what I did, which is bizarre but couldn't understand that people would pay me to teach them quickbooks people pay you for that like that's a thing like this income like you're just you're just doing quickbooks just doing quickbooks yeah that's it he's like wow like that's that's a business i was like wow we are not on the same page um I'm going to have wow, to figure out. Wow, that's a business. Yeah.
0: That's what you want to hear from the person handling
1: your money. Mind you, he'd be like, in hey, can space. you come to my office for an afternoon to show me how to do this thing or plug this thing in or fix QuickBooks? And I'm like, yeah, people pay me for that. Who would have thought? Um, but by year two, I was like, I'm not doing this because I feel like it's very important that your CPA, your accountant, your bookkeeper, whomever, understands your business. And I'm in the accounting industry and I still had a CPA that didn't understand what I was doing. So we switched it up in year two. But going back to the whole, oh, we've been with them forever. (laughs) You know, like, I don't fully understand why people think it's so difficult. Here are the last three or four years of taxes. This is what (laughs) my CPA did. Here's my reports for this year. Let's talk. I'm not saying that you have to commit to it right away, but like some people won't even discuss the... The idea of switching CPAs, which I just think is laughable. The
0: the trust equity is how so much of it is built on. So it's like it's like I yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well in theory, no. I mean, I've I've gotten I was burned so bad by Mm. my last one. But like he's such a nice guy. Like we got along really well and like he he said (laughs) words. (laughs) <laughs> that were like very intelligent, and then I had another accountant look at his work, and he said, "Was he in a bad car accident in in this year? Like that's the only explanation." Like I, I'm trying to look at, I'm looking at where his thought process like, was. The only conclusion I can come to is if he is actually a CPA, he had to have been in a bad car accident to be thing able- had
1: to have destroyed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Like his so brain weird. had to have been destroyed if he is Something's an actual wrong. professional. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm an it person. Like, I don't know. Like I yeah, don't have, no I don't have a gauge, right. He's got CPA at the end of his name. That's, that means he's smart You and would they're all the same. That would be it. Yeah.
1: But that should be it.
0: Yeah. But then
1: hey, one know, of my clients, learn. we would, I would submit all the reports and I've been working with them. They're Probably one of my oldest clients. We do quarterly check-ins and they had a CPA who was, we'll call it near retirement. And I would send over the P&L at the end of the year and the balance sheet and everything. And he would send me back, no joke, a ledger sheet written in pencil that he faxed to himself. And then he would email it from his AOL email address. I fought them three years oh like, my
0: geez,
1: gosh years, and we would go back and forth and they're like well why haven't you made these changes I was like I did make the changes and it would be something like his eight looked like a nine or his six looked like a four like I don't know but we would go back and forth I'm like I did make and he's like well this is wrong and I'm like okay let's get on the phone and he would have to read out loud each line because it was like you know like when the doctor just like scribbles something and you're like how the hell does the pharmacist understand that's basically what the relationship was they just this year Because he retired, switched. And this I thought was great because it was like, oh, so he didn't say anything about retiring. And they got a letter stating that they were now going to be served by such and such CPA firm. So basically, he sold his firm, didn't say a word. And I was like, look at all that loyalty. (laughs) Your boy didn't even call you up and say anything, he sent you a letter with the rest of his clients because he sold his firm. And now he thinks you should work with these guys. Can we please find you a new CPA? Right? Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: that trust factor, they held on till the end.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they're, you know, it's, it makes sense, right? Like, they have literally all the information that's needed to like, commit identity theft, like not to say that they would, you know, but it's like, You have social security numbers, bank numbers, like AGI for the last couple of years. Like you literally have keys to the castle of everything. So it's like for people that don't understand it to begin with, that you know, like, and trust the person is Mm -hmm. enough. And if you don't have the ability to have someone else look at it and like, I've now the accountant that we use who I am like at least where I stand today, like forever loyal to. like right? he's, the, he's the one that nudged us to do the accounting thing. So like, he's,
1: nice.
0: he's cool in my book, like completely transformed our business. But like, he's, you know, maybe number five or four, whatever number it is, four or five-ish <laughs> over the last nine years. And like changing, you know, it's like a week of like emails. He's got some questions. The other one's got to answer it. He's got questions that the other one can't answer for like why he like made up stuff that doesn't match. It's like, "Hey, you haven't done bank recs in 3 years. Where are they?" And it's like no answer. And it's like, "How did you do their taxes without ever cuz like your balance sheet doesn't balance and you've never done bank recs? So how do oh, you
1: do when i see that i'm like did you so did you guys just send them a bunch of statements at the end of the year and they're like yeah like he would just ask for our statements and I'm i saying, didn't even
0: get asked for statements i didn't know that i, know, I was supposed to
1: the whole different story
0: <laughs> like i said bad car accident only yeah, explanation wrong. yeah
1: or i feel like sometimes it's and i'm not making excuses i feel like sometimes it's keeping up with all of the moving pieces and when you do business kind of like that one to one a lot of it is how many can i fit in a day, in a day to be able to make money right like for sure the guy with the ledger sheet and the pencil was not charging the same as the guy that is now you know setting up their payroll and having tax meetings with them and their families and you know like that was not the same or, or the strategy part of it um And also, it's easier when you have a bookkeeper in place, like because I'm doing all that stuff, right? Like my company is making sure that your bank matches your QuickBooks, and that if something weird comes through, we're going to alert you, and we're asking questions, like why did you spend this money? What was the thing? Where did you go? Why are these charges in you know Las Vegas? Were you there for something? Like I need to know that stuff, you know. Um, last week I I was reconciling credit card, and there was a new Credit card in the statement, and I was like, "Hey, did you guys hire somebody?" Just you know, curious. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's totally legit. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like stuff like that. But I'm asking that on a weekly, monthly basis, and you get the guy that's like, "Hey, just give me your statements at the end of the year." He's not typically noticing January to December what changed, who you added, why it changed. You know, that kind of stuff. They're just rushing to put whatever they need to on the tax forms. There's a whole different, whole different story.
0: Yeah. Well, and now that I've kind of been through the ringer, I've seen what someone that's actually like on top of it actually looks like in getting questions. Yeah. It's like my other one never sent me questions. Any the other those. one never yeah. never did anything, not even not even my again, I didn't know what I didn't know trust equity <laughs> was. Yes. It's not the best way to choose the uh professional that you work with. That's why it's always good to have It's
1: hard, I think also, and you would probably agree even in your industry, like it's hard to point out why you do it better or why you believe that like your method is better without those other ways. So like, like I said, I'll get on with somebody and things won't match and things don't make sense. And I'm like, my first question is, so did you guys just send them all your statements at the end of the year? Yeah. Okay. We're not doing that, (laughs) you know, but it's hard to convey that without sounding like you're either competing or, or putting somebody else. In. I know for sure, bookkeepers struggle with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's one of the things like I've, cause you know, people come to us and say, Oh, I don't, I don't like my current it person or Hey, you guys specialize in the accounting field. So like, Mm-hmm. what's different and it'll be like okay IRS requires that you have a wisp oh what's that it's like oh it's only like required to keep your license oh, you know God. whatever and
1: <laughs> no big. And so like
0: the conversation you know kind of opens up there and you know well it's pretty much just like okay let me see your books and okay like here's the things that they're doing let me see last year's return kind of that was the the process i went through whenever i was switching yeah Accounts. And so for us, it's like, okay, let me see your system. Okay, the server policies, blah, 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 blah. And and sometimes, like um, one of our clients, like, I'm looking at the system and I'm just like, and they were telling me, they're like, yeah, you know, the guy comes in the office four times a week, we're paying him an arm and a leg. And I'm like, well, I mean, you could do all that stuff remotely. And, right. and I'm looking at what's going on. And like in tech, like, there's a log of everything, right? Like, of course, you can see. If you know what you're looking for, mm-hmm. you can All find mm-hmm. everything yeah. you need. Right. And I'm looking through the audits and I'm just like, you said he comes to your office and does work like in front of you. They're like, yeah. And he's always behind on tickets and, you know, he never gets stuff done for us in a timely manner. And I'm just looking and I'm like, I don't know how to say this without,
1: uh-huh. without right. being
0: like really mean, negative, but like, <laughs> yeah, according to the logs. He's literally done nothing. Like he's yeah. what he's doing is driving to the office. Is what he's doing as far well, as the I can fear tell.
1: Fear factor, like so, CPAs. I think a lot of times, especially old school tactics, the fear is IRS, you know, audits and debt and all that stuff. For IT, you guys, cybersecurity, huge. Um, but then even just in-office stuff, you know, antivirus, stuff that people don't fully understand. Um, the last, like, corporation that I worked for, and you guys get a bad rap for stuff like this, but, like, the answer was almost always, have you restarted your computer? <laughs> almost always. <laughs> that was the fix for everything. That have you is usually the, the
0: fix for everything. And and fair.
1: And I start there, and then you're- I'm like... That not work. You're, so by the time I get, get to the office, savvy, I'm like, though. I've done all of these things. I've unplugged it. We did a power, like, we've we've done everything. Um, and I'm still having this issue. So I don't have the ability to update the program or download the thing or whatever that looks like. And then while he was physically in the office, we had a nice big office, he would remote into my computer from his computer because he wouldn't even leave his office. And I was like, How much does this guy get paid? Because I'm really struggling to understand how this is the answer yeah not understanding i will say though when um i can't remember it was a really big storm that happened and the office was out of commission and he had been allegedly working on this project to bring them remote so that if anything ever happened like they wouldn't have to go he had to go into lower manhattan physically into the server room because he hadn't been working on the project that he said he was working on, which was the reason that he couldn't, you know, go fix everyone's computer in the office. But that fear factor of, I'm the only one that knows how to do it. I've built this server room. I'm the only one that understands it, whatever that looks like. People will pay you good money to not have to deal with it. Yeah. Same thing with their, their accounting.
0: <laughs> right, right. I mean, there's not a lot of similarities. It. It's very, because oh, yeah. it's built on trust equity and nobody understands what we do. And like if mm-hmm. things always work, which is kind of like what we tout is that we're going to be doing doing work proactively so that everything right. always works. So then on the flip side, we get well, what do I need you for? Everything always works. And it's like it's like saying, like, if you're in like a high crime area and you get a security <laughs> guard and then crime goes down, it's like, what do I need a security guard for? There's no crime here. Right. And it's like, it's right. working it's right. not that it's not needed but I I I've stopped taking it personally and you know people discover what they discover as um and time goes on and I I feel like we could go on forever I want to be conscious yes. of your time <laughs> Kelly where can people go to learn more about you
1: oh um totally booked. will bring you to uh to so my website which will get you in touch with me I do have a form on there they're probably about five or six questions but in my defense um qualified needs were not coming through with just an email address uh so yeah, <laughs> you can reach out there um i'm on twitter and facebook and um i feel awesome. like i'm missing one instagram and all the things uh linkedin totally linkedin that's the one i was missing like, linkedin yeah. um, twitter and i always say if you see me online in person just say hi
0: Like, say hi get a selfie. Tell her. A
1: selfie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big up the selfie. I've seen you on the interwebs. Yes.
0: Just get that ego. All,
1: all of my pictures are from this this uh angle. All of my <laughs> selfies. Yeah. Awesome. I'm happy to take a selfie with anybody.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah. And guys, if you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to share and subscribe. Help grow the channel. And Kelly, have a great day. Thank you so much for
1: being on the show. Yeah. You. you too. Well, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tech Talk for Accountants show. I hope you enjoyed today's guest. And remember, you can go to tech4accountants.net slash podcast to book a complimentary IT audit conducted by a technician certified by the AICPA in cybersecurity. Again, that's tech, the number four, accountants.net slash podcast.